Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Lindsay and Kristen for our fifth episode. Yay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> fifth. <laughs> fifth episode. Um, this time we're it's a teen book, so hopefully if you don't like teen books, you still listen to us. <laughs> and maybe uh, gave it a try because I'm not the hugest fan of teen books, but so far I'm loving all the teen books we're reading. I'm converting her slowly, slowly. to the dark side slowly of teen world. <laughs> Um, so in between the last episode and this one, we finally somewhat got our shit together. <laughs> we actually created a like Instagram account for the booze and books podcast. Thank God. Cause it makes posting like getting out to you guys and interacting and like all that stuff a little easier. We're still getting the hang of, uh, posting on social media a little bit more because as much as we post on our own probably Lindsay a little bit more than me (laughs) um we're we're getting there it's I think it's new to us but it's fun we're learning we're having we're expanding we're having fun while we do it and you know drinking while we also do it so you can't you can't go wrong with that (laughs) um and yeah, we did talk about having like more of a blog or a website coming to you guys this summer once uh, things have calmed down in our lives a little bit. And I'm not saying it'll be there for the beginning of summer, <laughs> probably more September. <laughs> okay. But like it is something that we were thinking of that would be a good idea for you guys to also interact and everything with us as well. Agreed. That's a further project, but that is something we discuss and we're like, this, this, we're into it. Yeah, we're into it. <laughs> we'll do it at some point. But yes, so our podcast Instagram is boozeandbooks.podcast and follow us and also subscribe, please, to our podcast on whatever platform you like, listen to it off, like Spotify. Tune in, Apple, Apple. podcast, <laughs> some other ones that I can never remember because Stitcher, yeah, we said that um, Google Podcasts, really anything, yeah, yeah, and if there. there is one that you're on that doesn't have it, let us know because yeah. there we we looked it up. There's a way that we can get it or try to get it on another platform, yeah. Just what we usually post through only has, like, so many contracts with so many places that it only goes so far. Exactly. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it gets me the, all the major ones. So, yeah, like we said, let us know, and uh, we'll try and accommodate as much as we can. But, yes, moving on to this episode. It is called The Royals and the Leaping Horse. Um, the book that we are reviewing today is The Ro- uh, Royals by Rachel Hawkins. It's a teen romance book. Um, and yeah, it's pink. Looks very teeny. It does. I have to say I took the sleeve off when I read it in public. Really? <laughs> yeah. Aww. 
<laughs> but, you know, um, we'll get more into the book in a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's The Royals by Rachel Hawkins. And next month, we decided to do a little bit of a different genre and more of a... It falls under comedy at Chapters and or Indigo, um, but... I wouldn't call it self-help either. It It's by the Betches um, company group, girls. Um, it's called When's Happy Hour. It's their newest book that just came out at the beginning of this month, um, at the end of October. It's basically um, work hard so you can uh, party hard. No, work harder. I'm trying to read the book upside down. Work hard so you can work harder. No. No. It's. That sounds terrible. I, I know. I don't want that. <laughs> work hard so you can hardly work is actually what it says. <laughs> Clearly, I've had a glass or two before we started recording. Um, and I also can't read upside down. But it's, it's about, like, dealing with the workplace and, um, like, basically just, like, a fun, comedy, light, hired, like, kind of, like, book about real life in the workplace and stuff like that so obviously i'll come to you guys december when we do it um getting into the wine that we are drinking tonight yes it is as from the title called the leaping horse vineyards um so we have three bottles of wine that we have we haven't started one yet it will Depending on how fast we drink tonight, hopefully we get to it before the end of the podcast. <laughs> Lindsay's like, oh, we need to we'll stop. see. We need to stop with these three bottles. <laughs> we saw it happen last time, last month, when I had like one and a half. It was Which is fine. It must have been entertaining for all of you. <laughs> and a lot of things got left on the cutting room floor when we edited. That's so true. That <laughs> we like kind of went off on a huge yes. rant yes. up then. But, yeah, so this month we're drinking Leaping Horse. Um, I'm currently drinking The Cab. It's um probably, this is going to sound hotty toddy or hooty-goody-toity, thank you. <laughs> Um, but I think I maybe should have aerated it a little bit to let it breathe, even though it's only, these bottles of wine were only $16, just over $16 at what we in Calgary know as Crawford Liquor. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if it's anywhere else in Alberta or anywhere else in Canada, but yeah. So $16 at just like a regular, like liquor store. So not too bad. Um, but it's, it's not too bad. I kind of like the red from the last one, like the cab from the last one, but, mm, yeah, I probably should have aerated a little bit, but it, it's not bad. Like, I'd totally get it again. Is it, like, bold? Like, what are you drinking? The, the cab. Um, is it bold or is it kind of smooth? It's more on the bold side. Okay. It's not smooth. It's kind of like, it's not corked, but it's like a twist right. off. But it kind of has like, I think an oaky-ish kind of taste to it. Okay. Which is very strong if you don't aerate things. Mm -hmm. But 
No. Yeah. Bold. It's kind of like more of a cab that I would probably lean more towards. Okay. If I was having like a nice night in. Oh, okay. Like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but for like an easy go-to, like just open the ball and like kind of drink kind of thing, <laughs> last month was probably more towards that. But, um, yeah, so the description on the back of the bottle is take a leap and experience a smooth, rich, deeply red cab. I'm not going to say the full name of the kind of wine because I'm going to butcher that. Um, it's with, uh, sensual aromas, flavors of black cherry and blackberry and a touch of oak. This vibrant wine will rise to any occasion. Take it out to a barbecue or pair it with a steak. Mm, That Mm. sounds good pot roast or let it elegant elegantly complement pasta with a red sauce so anything but the pot roast i'm all over with this but yeah i agree it is smooth and you kind of do now that you mentioned the well i've mentioned the black cherry and the blackberry i can kind of see it i smell i taste a little bit more of the oak but Mm. i think it's just letting it breathe a little bit more you might get more of a others into it um and then Lindsay, i'm uh, enjoying the leaping horse chardonnay um this is when you when i first opened it it was quite light on the tip of my tongue um as i enjoy it a little bit more um it hits you bolder in the back of your mouth which is something i've really never kind of experienced with a chardonnay but um I really like it. it. I don't like super light Chardonnays. I like them to be like dry and buttery. Um, this one's not super buttery, but it is very fruity. I was trying to say very. It's lightly fruity. Um, it mentions having um, apple and light pear notes with a brown sugar cinnamon sweetness. And weirdly, I, I'm pretty bad with notes of things, but I the brown sugar you can taste in the back of your mouth, which is kind of weird, but cool, and I like it. Um, and then it says uh, with a finish of a touch of pineapple, which you definitely taste in the back of your mouth as well when you kind of let it, instead of having it on the, the tip of your tongue, if that makes sense at all. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of a wine say pineapple before. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't really drink white. This is pretty good, actually. Um, it's really good Chardonnay. I like it. It's not super dry for those people that don't like dry Chardonnays. Um, but it's not super fruity, which I personally don't really like usually. Um, it's it's a good in-between. Uh, it says to mix it, or to pair it, sorry, with like a good chicken recipe, refreshing salad, a plate of fresh fruit and cheese. So all those things I love. Maybe not the salad as much as I should be eating salad, but I'll take anything else really. Um, definitely I could see pairing it with some really nice uh, uh, like cheddar or gouda cheese, which is nice. So uh, I highly recommend it as a Chardonnay. I'm definitely gonna pick this up again. Yeah. Yeah. And for the third bottle that we have not opened is a Merlot. All these are, by the way, 2016, yeah. and they're um, from California. Yeah. So so they are um, a state wine. Um, for the Merlot, it's um, flavors of cherry and strawberry mingling with vanilla and a light uh, toasty oak finish with nutmeg and spice. So I'm actually kind of intrigued to see what that tastes like a little later. Um, 
It's unpretentious, simple, and honest. This wine will pair with anything and everything from grilled chicken to heavy seafood to juicy oh, wow. steaks. So that's interesting. I I'm not a huge chicken fan. Like I eat chicken, but over seafood and steak or pretty much anything beef. That's fair. This wine pretty much goes with like everything. So it sounds like it would be a really good wine to like for sure pick up when you're like heading over to someone's house for dinner or like a housewarming because they can pretty much pair it with anything that they eat. So yeah, I'd say like this wine selection is very diverse with everything and like Agreed. pretty bang on like between, I don't know. I think we've been doing pretty good with picking our wines so. I lately. Think that was the first one I didn't like. The first episode second was, one. Maybe. I think we've been getting better for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, cuz the first one was the layered cake one. I liked layered cake. No, it was the second one. It was the second one. Second one was juicy for her. It was super it was it was fruity and it was light and not fan. Let me try yours. Oh, I'm going to try her cab sab, guys. I taste the fruit in that. I super taste the... Was it blackberry? Yeah, blackberry. I definitely and, taste the blackberry. Uh, blackberry? Oh, shit, I fucking forget. Blackberry and black cherry. Sorry, that's I taste awesome. the cherry, too. That's so crazy. Yeah, and yeah. I taste more of the oak. I don't taste the oak at all. Really? Yeah. I just... Yeah. It's really good, though. Yeah. I have to say, so I'm getting more into... I'm like the reverse of everyone in their 20s. <laughs> of I grew up on red wine. Yeah. I love it. I actually really did not like white wine when I was like early 20s, like late teens, early 20s. I did not like uh, white at all. Slowly, (laughs) I've been like experimenting with different wines and like kind of just making myself drink them to comp well not making that sounds really alcoholicness <laughs> but um i just basically have been like kind of like exploring new white wines and rosés because i also did not like oh, rosés rose. because to me that was like too i don't like sweet wines i don't either though which don't so think it's like i think been kind of like in my head i'm like either they're super dry or they're like fruity mm-hmm. so like or sweet so i'm like uh eh. And, like, some of my friends like Moscatos, which are on the very sweet yeah, side. Moscato. So, I think it's just, like, for me, I'm I'm growing, and I actually quite like that one. It's good. I agree. But if you give me a dessert wine, oh, no. No, not a fan. No. Give me port. I'll like you. Ugh. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no. I have to say, though, this one, I like this white wine better than the ones from last time. The really? The one, yeah. Actually, I do too. Yeah, Lindsay's literally like. I'm just trying to see how many. Ca- let's see how many calories are in. In a glass or in a bottle? Twenty ounces. Is that like a glass? So now she's making me do math. <laughs> also, we free poured these bottle or glasses of wine, so that's really hard to tell how many ounces. And that's fine. That's like a liter, right? And what you're drinking is not twenty ounces. I know, because it's probably like... That's like closer to probably nine. Okay, so that's fine. Yeah. It's not 482 calories, guys. Do you mind? No. Yes. 
don't have that app. So, no. We can also give you guys each week or each month. <laughs> How I'm many not, calories? I'm not going to do that because that sucks. <laughs> Yours actually isn't a barcode that it recognized. No? No. Guys, it's free calories. It means it's zero. She wins. I day. win. Well, red wine is, they do say, drink red wine every day and it's, it's pretty good for you. Antioxidants. It's but true. So, winning. Not that I drink every day, but... Winning. I wish. Um, my liver would hate me. But, yeah, so, no. I'd say good wine. If you guys have any suggestions or if you guys came across any, like, good wines, like, the wines that we kind of, like, pick up is, well, one, the title of the book, because we go with what goes with the title of, oh, I just said the title of the book. We try and pick wines that go with the title of the book. Um, If no one's kind of got that from all the episode names but uh yeah no we uh we try and pick that way but we also try and pick wines that there's a red and white even if there is only one of one or the other we'll still take it but uh we try and find like more affordable wines that taste good yeah for everyone so we're not going to be like picking up like a 20 like I don't know. Twenty dollar or more. Maybe. Well, it depends. Seal classy, we can yeah. get in the coming. Probably month. no more than like thirty plus. I feel like this was the time for us to be fancy with a book like Royals. I know. I think we failed the queen, honestly. But it just fits, leaping horse. Yeah. Oh, totally. Especially since they don't put horses in the book. Pick our wines based on the name, so <laughs> which we stumbled across innocently. We are always limited. Yeah. Mind you, people will probably think we're wearing more and more look or start trying to find wine. Um, anyways, <laughs> moving next? on from the book, or the wine, um, is book. So, yeah. So, like, we kind of were talking about um, was that it is very much a teeny book. Yeah. Um, I have to, like... Some teen books you can relate to in some aspect. Either you kind of remember certain things like that they do from like high school or whatever. Um, and then obviously some books are just so far fetched you're just like, this would never fucking happen. Right. AKA, this really like obviously this happens. Like look at um, the new Duchess. She's a duchess, right? Megan, Megan Markle? I think so. Like, Megan Markle and um, um, the other one. Kate who's Middleton? Kate Middleton. Like, they didn't come from a royal background. So, like, in, in reality, it, someone in this book kind of, like, relates True. to them a little bit. True. They just were older. Well, I guess Kate oh. Middleton, it happened when she was in university, too. That's where she met. And that's where this character's older sister met. That's true. So, similar arities. Like, it could happen. Like, if they read this, maybe they'd probably be like, similar things happen to me. But for us, sadly, none of what they basically spoke of, at least in my life, happened. Nope. (laughs) So, it's kind of hard to relate to in that sense. So, it was kind of like a, just a refreshing, like, book to read in the sense of 
it's it's very different than most of the teen books that like I do read and it's yeah it's even the romance part was a little different yeah for me as well it's pretty light very light yeah. which some teen books aren't as light as this but yeah I think it was touching on like other subjects too like siblings and family and yeah. duty and stuff a little bit more too so yeah that's true but uh yeah so um obviously like we said this girl's older sister met a guy that was a prince so yeah and is now married or is marrying him and her sister daisy now has to deal with that situation <laughs> even though i kind of like was like when i read the description i thought like it would have been like near the beginning of the relationship between the sister and the guy that like things got introduced but it was like two years after they already were dating yeah yeah i was kind of thrown by that i was like i don't know in my head maybe i like overshadowed like overlooked or whatever like maybe a part of the description maybe where they reference like they've been dating for a little bit but i just thought it probably would have been like within a year that they started dating that everything would have happened not two years and no one knowing that this girl has a family kind of thing yeah i guess so i don't know that was kind of interesting and a little thrown a little bit but (laughs) um but yeah no um who was your favorite character of the entire book um oddly enough i think it was um Miles Montgomery, Monters. I don't know why. Uh, he's just the one. I wanted to say Daisy so much. And I did really like Daisy because she just kind of still, as much as they wanted her to conform to a certain way, she still had her own, like, get up and go and didn't give a fuck. But I just felt like, I don't know. I just really liked how complicated Miles was and how at the beginning he was so stern and, like, just seemed so stuck up. And he was, he just looked after Sebastian so much and like was always his like wingman and his like designated driver type guy and that all the stuff he did for like the royal family like dating um uh Sebastian's sister fake dating fake dating yeah (laughs) and then having to fake date Daisy and I don't know I just I really liked him as a character I thought he was like cute by the end and I was like oh like I feel bad for him um Daisy I loved, like, loved her from the beginning. Uh, also enjoyed Sebastian. I thought he was a little ridiculous. Uh, that's what made him awesome. <laughs> that's what I did. I really liked him. Uh, but I think I'd have to say Miles, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? I have to say Sebastian, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. Um, like, again, loved Daisy. Loved Miles, because wasn't he, like, when in the book, didn't they describe him as, like, the hottest one of the... Royal Wreckage group. I thought that was, um... Sherbert? 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 Okay. Um... Uh, the boys... Like, okay, so, like... Sebastian had friends, and they're called the Royal Wreckage, and they, for the life of me, I could not keep straight. There was a lot of them, but they didn't really focus too heavily on, like, 
on most of them. Yeah, it was or mostly like, Miles and Sebastian. Yeah, so then when they did introduce the others, like, later on, by referencing them in some way, yeah. or they're there, you're just like, what's that one yeah, again? Yeah, it got super confusing. Like, there's, I believe, five of them? Uh, six. six of them. Six of them in the group, and yeah. Yeah. Three of, or four of them are not really in the book that much. And yeah. You're just kind of like, well, when's this one again? And like, <laughs> so, yeah. So I, okay, back to Sebastian. I actually quite liked him. He was my favorite just because he was just so ridiculous. And he was like, to, in my head, I was like, he's like a 20 or one year old playboy rich kid in wrapped up into who's so selfish and like also not selfish at the same time and very confused and muddled in his own way but trapped in like a 17 year old body yeah Yeah. oh i liked him he was just you think of him one way like from just like the description and like the like news article the blogs and like all that stuff and then you kind of like see little snippets and like gain into him as who he is underneath all that bullshit yes and like i don't know i kind of like that because i was like i don't know maybe i've been reading too many like other books that like the guy has, like, such a shield on around everyone else, and he's actually, like, a completely different person underneath that I'm appealing a little bit more to that, but no. I guess Miles was kind of like that, too. Yeah. For sure. But, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he was just so dark, but I don't know. I like Daisy, though, too. She was, she was just so, like, awesome. She's a lot less of a hothead about things than I probably would have been because I have to say, reading some of the parts of this book, I was like so pissed off that she didn't do certain things or like that people like were trying to get her to follow and do what they wanted instead i'm like fuck compromise like say no you're not gonna go to like it's scotland right i feel like yeah scotland he's yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. like to go to scotland for like the summer and stuff like that like i don't know sometimes when i watch movies or like read stuff i like get so like invested that I'm like pissed off for them and then don't always usually like how they go about it that's fair and yeah I definitely felt that about Daisy as much as she did beat her own drum for most of it she did back down on certain things and like kind of go with whatever but yeah I guess that's the mature way of doing things and in my head when I read it I'm like Go for the mature, like, fuck everyone mode. So, yeah. That's fair. I definitely got that while I was reading that. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah. No. No. Um, yeah. Her, I, yeah. I don't know. Everyone else was not as big in the thing. Like, her sister so a little bit, but everyone kind of was just like, shadows on the main characters yeah which were pretty much just miles and daisy and sebastian or seb and like ellie yeah but 
Ellie wasn't super in it. Yeah. And honestly, probably would, like, totally ignore half the things that she did, considering she wasn't really, like, <laughs> there, there. Yeah. Um, but, meh. It was good. Meh. Um, oops. <laughs> that was not supposed to happen. Um, so, moving on to a different question. Um, since we... Well, who do you relate to or connect? Who, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand with like the favorite character, but like, who, if you can imagine yourself in this book, who would you probably be or relate to more? Eleanor. <laughs> really? No. Uh, <laughs> I just wish I was Eleanor. Yeah. Um, I think we all wish we were Eleanor. to be more like Daisy but I, I don't know yeah Daisy I just certain parts anyway like I feel like I'm not as like strong-willed as her and very like I'm more conformist and would like be like okay yeah I'll do what you want me to do that's fine um but then I think back to when I was like her age and I was kind of a brat so maybe not <laughs> like I I might have still pushed back on everything and been like no no do it my way but she was like just like more decent about it I guess I don't know I think Daisy but only in the fact that I don't know that's a hard one I honestly don't know yeah the one I would wish when I was 17 I was like I agree Daisy I was so much shyer back then than I am now. Like, I was not, I wouldn't, I would never speak, like, I'm one of, like, I'm, like, kind of like everyone when you're around family and friends, you're more outspoken and you'll, like, say your mind and, like, stuff like that. And I was like that when I was 17, too. Yeah. But as I, like, went to, gone to university and, like, kind of, like, I evolved more into a mature adult, well, not so much mature all the time, but like into an adult, like I came a little bit more out of that shell of shyness and like speaking my mind a little bit more in front of people. Yeah. Like Daisy was able to do at 17. I definitely did not. So I felt like in a way, if I was thinking mindset of 17 year old me, probably would be more relatable to Elmore or Ellie. Okay. Like her sister. Fair. More on the quiet, like, shoot dirty looks to your friends or family being like, shut the hell up, like, stop embarrassing me kind of thing, then um, speaking out like Daisy. Yeah. But the person that I would wish I could be when I was 17 would be Daisy, to speak my mind. That's fair. And, like, I don't know, like, I hope that I, in my life now, am more like Daisy. Like, yeah. Still, like, scene where, yeah, you kind of have to, like, compromise on certain things, even if you don't want to. That's fair. But still speaking out every once in a while and standing up for yourself. I don't know. Sometimes I, like, wanted to strangle Elmore. Or Ellie. Yeah. She was, like, the annoying older sister who was, like, oh, just so prim and proper and... Stick up her ass. Yeah, but I feel like she had to be like that. I know. I was kind of happy near the end 
where she kind of like was stood up to the queen and was yeah. like, no, I need to talk to my sister by myself. Yeah, exactly. And then like she basically broke down, like apologized for being basically a selfish bitch in exactly. a way. Exactly. And like feeling like she was basically like forcing Daisy to like lose herself and like conform to these royal ways and stuff like that. So I kind of like, I think you kind of just kind of wish that like you saw that a little bit more through the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. But like at the same time, like she kind of explained like how much stress she felt like and stuff like that. And, but how much remorse she had towards it. That makes sense. So I don't know. Yes. Um, did you, so, did you think that Sebastian or Seb's feelings towards Eleanor slash Ellie were, um, more noticeable near, like, when, like, you started seeing the characters coming in the book near the beginning, or were you more, like, shocked when it actually was revealed near the end of the book? I was, personally, I was shocked. I was too. I, was like, I did not what? see that coming. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I think I was like so focused on like everything but his feelings towards Eleanor. Yeah, same. Like I was thinking that maybe he liked her friend. Maybe he liked her. Maybe he just didn't like anyone. Maybe I, he was gay yeah. too, like his twin sister. Yeah. I thought he liked Isabel, honestly. Yeah, I she thought. Left. I thought he did, That's too. That's kind of what I thought. That's what I thought he was going to talk to Daisy about when he was like, we need to talk. And she was like, no. But, like, I read the book twice. Well, sorry. I listened to the book twice. And even then, I still didn't pick up on it at all. Yeah. Zero. And I knew. But I still, I heard, I was like, nope. Nothing. I was, yeah. Came out of nowhere. Because I think you, for the most part, you can pretty much predict, like, what's going to happen yeah. like you might need a like a chapter or whatever or like a little bit of the chapter to kind of be like okay i can see where this is going yes. kind of thing but that one i felt like the author kind of just like threw in there as yeah. shits and giggles right like near the end of the book oh okay that's great okay it's like all these feelings are being revealed like yeah. daisy can't be seen with him and then he's like adamant that they need to talk Right, yeah. And then Daisy, like, walks in on, like, um, Sebastian and Alex's sister, Flora, oh, no. making out with her friend, her Tamsa. Tam- Tamsa? Tamsin. Tamsin, who Sebastian is supposed to, like, get close with because their mom wants him to potentially marry her. <laughs> it's like, and then all of a sudden, like, he's, like, professing to Daisy his love for her sister and I thought it was hilarious how Daisy was like you don't love her yeah <laughs> like you don't love her like and she like kind of broke it down for him like you don't love her for like this reason and this one and like you're so... I thought it was funny how she was like you're 17 you don't love her yeah it's like it would just seem like such a weird pairing I was like oh did they even interact at all in this book like and then he's like, she makes me feel calm and like centered or whatever. And Daisy's like, she's not fucking yoga. <laughs> like a yoga session or whatever. And I was like, get some good one liners uh, in there. Uh, 
I thought, yeah, Daisy had some, like, her humor and her, like, sass and stuff. Yes. God, I wish I had that kind of, like, shit coming out of my mouth. Because, like, that was good stuff. But, yeah, like, she's like, my sister's, like, not a yoga, like, class. Like, (laughs) like, are you kidding me? Like, don't say she makes you feel calm and stuff because she is a calming person kind of thing. Like, yeah. She's like, nah. Nah. She didn't like accept at any time that he could yeah. probably potentially actually no. love her sister. She he, she's like no, you don't like her, you gonna love her, like what the fuck, right? <laughs> and I think he was probably caught off guard a lot by oh, that yeah. and being like what? <laughs> no, I do. But yeah, no, I thought that was like so caught off guard, and then she's like telling him like spent like probably well one she threw her lemonade at him. Oh, I yeah. thought that was hilarious because yeah. I'm like, how many people can say that they threw a drink in a royal's face? Oh, lemonade. <laughs> yeah. I thought the lemonade was a little weird, of like odd of a choice to be chosen as a, I don't know. I don't really know too much about Scotland, but to me, lemonade is not really a... Scottish. I feel like it's a classy drink. Drink? Like it's like not classy, but I mean like <laughs> you're at an event. It's outside. They're at a bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're at like there's oh, like yeah. I guess I don't in know. The whole like, kind of bar. I guess I would choose lemonade, I guess, but I thought it was kinda of weird the bar had lemonade. <laughs> Like, they literally went to, like, this bar that, like, no one really was in. The bartender was paying no, like, gave no two shits yeah. that they were even there. Because technically, they're both under the legal drinking age. That's true. And, like, the guys that were in the bar, it sounds like, like, a hole-in-the-wall kind of bar is kind of like what they described it as. That's fair, yeah. With, like, these, like, random old guys that just, like, come over and, like, sit down and drink and stuff and, like, bar- and the bartenders don't care that's what it kind of came across and i was like where's the lemonade coming from i thought it was kind of funny but um <laughs> she throws lemonade in his face orders another one <laughs> to drink she they didn't mention her throwing that's it in his face again but yeah and like her just saying like no you're an idiot like you don't actually like my sister like love my sister yeah <laughs> like fair yeah and I thought it was kind of funny because, like, through the entire book, like, basically, as the first night, I think it's the second or third chapter, it's, like, the second or first night that she's, no, second night she's there because technically the first night was a wash. Her and her parents just, like, slept the whole day. Yeah. But, or night or whatever, but, like... <laughs> Like, Miles and everyone, like, well, more Miles, was pissed off because they all thought she was hitting on Sebastian. And then, like, the Queen gets in on this later in the book. And everyone's, like, all against, like, Sebastian, Alex's brother, and Daisy, Eleanor, slash Ellie's sister, getting together. I thought it was kind of, like, funny slash random and, like, kind of, like, just let people live, man. They didn't even like each other like that. I know. Well, they kind of didn't get a chance to. I don't think. Yeah. 
well, one, we found out one reason why he, Sebastian, wouldn't like her because he was in love with her sister. Yeah. And I think, like, they would have not been compatible. Oh, my gosh, no. I think they would have driven each other crazy. For sure, yeah. But, I don't know. But, yeah, no. Sebastian, drinking, Eleanor, love. Uh, Yeah, I lost where I was going to go with that. Totally got distracted by my own self. (laughs) Um, But we kind of touched on this one already, but, like, what do you think of Daisy's position? What do you mean? Or, like, how would you feel if you're in her position? I would love it. (laughs) As annoying as it might seem, I just, like, go there and be so, like, normal. I would try my best to be, like, good and like as regal as possible and upstanding but I think I would just like I don't know I would just love it I'd love to be surrounded by all those royals I'd love to go to like be on rice and just wear crazy hats and just like be so la-di-da for a couple weeks and yeah I'd love it you embrace it I would embrace it as much as possible and you know, if I was single, I would just meet all the handsome, eligible bachelors and live my life. <laughs> Fair enough. What about you? I think I would love it. Like you said, like embrace it, like kind of take a break from your like regular life and kind of like live the rich and famous lifestyle kind of thing. Like yeah. You get these designer gowns made for you or, like, given to you for, like, these events. Mm -hmm. You get to be around people. You kind of live... It's kind of like a vacation from your life, in a way. Yeah. Like, like for these people, obviously, it's not a vacation. Like, it's their actual lives. But for you, it's kind of, like, cool because it's, like, different. It's something, like, new you get to experience, like... I think it would be hard for me for certain things, just the rules and stuff and, like, the fact that, like, if I was told that I couldn't, I had to stay away from someone because of optics and stuff like that, I think, depending on how I felt about that person or whatever, I'd probably be like, well, one, if I didn't like the person, I'd be like, well, fuck you. Like, I'm not probably going to want to spend time with them anyway, so whatever. But I'm not going to pretend to like other people. Yeah. Or I would be like, it's not your life. <laughs> it's our lives. We're the ones that have to deal with it kind of thing. So. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I don't know. I think I'd embrace it. A little vacation from our regular lives. <laughs> the commoners, you know. The commoners that we are. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm a fucking princess. Maybe to like Brian. <laughs> and to myself. And your mom, probably. You probably my mom. <laughs> uh, I get called princess every once in a while. I embrace it. Um, yeah. I, I, I like it. Sometimes you just want people to wait on you hand and foot. Oh my god, yes. Every Especially when it comes to food. I love cooking, but at the same time, I'm like, someone just bring it to me. 
I'll like snap, snap my fingers and then just be there. Yes. But unfortunately, that does not happen. Um, do you like how it ended the book? I thought it was a little abrupt and just kind of like, okay, bye, Miles. Going back to America. And then she goes, and then that's it. And I'm like, okay, that was quick. And I don't know. I was like, oh. I knew he would come back. I knew he would fly to her. Like, it had to be a good ending. I just, I don't know. I just felt like it was so quick, and he seemed okay with it at the time. And I was like, fight for her. I don't know. What was my favorite ending? Yeah, I agree that it was so abrupt. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? But I was like, one, you're very mature at recognizing at the time what it was like. You guys lived completely different lives. You lived in America. He lived in Scotland. He went to like the school and like all this stuff. Yeah. He had his like duties to the royal family and like his friends and you didn't really have ties but like obviously she didn't want to be so much living that kind of life so i don't know i thought it was kind of like mature of her to end it the way she did but at the same time i was kind of like in my head being like miles why are you just like laying her tell you this right like be irrational like be like no we can make it work kind of thing yeah so I did expect him to come back. I just kind of didn't really like the fact that um, I kind of wanted her to like man up. Well, not man up, but like some grow things. some lady balls yeah. and be like, you know what? Like after she got back to Florida, be like, you know what? Like as much as I didn't like that life, I want to be around my sister. And like, oh. I really like this guy and like all this stuff that she would have gone there and made the effort that way just because like i feel like she had more to gain by going back to him and like that than the other way around but yeah i don't know i don't know that was my opinion on it and like i can see it the other way too but i just kind of wanted her to go to him because fuck we it's always the guys coming to us why can't we go to the guys yeah. But I agree. Like it's like it was such a like she's such a strong character. It would have been nice just to have her like kind of take charge of that. But I I was like happy. I won't lie. I was like, oh yay, Miles has come to yeah. be with her. But at the same time I was like, well just kind of was Blah. anticlimactic. I was like, we all know he's gonna come and follow her. Yeah. Like that's not how it's gonna end. I think it would have been more dramatic. Not like saying it would have been like actually dramatic, but more dramatic than what happened then. If she was like, no, I'm going to go move back. Well, not move back, but like go to there. Move to Scotland to be with these guys and like live there and like all that stuff. I think that would have been more of a dramatic ending to it than like a uh, ending. Yeah, that's fair. Which. Meh. Like, I guess, like, obviously it ended the way it did, and, like, who knows what the author, like, had in mind when she did it that way, but, I don't know, I've read better Let's too. ask her! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I, I don't know, I've read better endings to books than this one, in the teen category. 
area, but... It's just, like, it just felt, like, very just abrupt. Like, it was, like, okay, we're here. Okay, big fight. Or, well, Alex punches Sebastian. Well, okay, and now they break up, and that's the end. Yeah, which, by the way, I have to say, the fact that Alex and Eleanor, or Ellie, like, were pretty solid after the fact that, like, Sebastian declared his love for Eleanor was pretty, like... They have a very solid relationship. I don't know. I feel like if my... If I had a sister and she declared her love for Ryan, I would be a little... Would you kind of question a little bit if that... if Like, if you had a sister, like, and they declared, would you kind of question Ryan a little bit to be like, well... Do you feel yeah. any which way about them? Even if it, you know that they probably don't, would you ever question that in a way? No. No? No. I think... You wouldn't wonder? Well, I might be like, what the heck, why? Like, do you guys hang out whatever? But I feel like I'd be like, if they were younger and, like, let's say in their teens, I'd be like, okay, well, you're being ridiculous. Like... Fair. I thought it was funny how he punched him. I don't know if I'd punch my theoretical sister, but... I Girls, know. I think, would handle it differently. I would be like, what? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Big glass. <laughs> oh, I thought... I don't know. Thinking about it back now, like how we just talked about how it ended, like the book yeah. in itself. Just thinking about how that entire scenario really didn't go anywhere. Like, at, like Sebastian declared his un... I'm using quotes, like, undying love for yeah. Ellie in front of, like, a... I think a reporter. But, like, his friends and, like, his brother and Ellie and, yeah. like... Like, there's, it, it kind of gets glossed over in a way. Because, like, they're doing that. And then there was, like, the tabloid, like, the blog thing saying, like, they were fighting over Daisy. Yeah. And, like, well, the, the fight broke out because of Daisy and stuff like that. Not Ellie, which I guess in a way was good for the public to not know that. But, like, I don't know. And then, like, then it kind of cuts straight to them being in trouble with the queen. So it kind of was like, you fight in school and then you go see the principal in a way kind of yeah. situation. And then before the queen can even talk to them about it, it cuts to Ellie being like, I need to talk to my sister. And then she went and had the talk with her sister. Yeah, exactly. Where she was like, how we mentioned earlier, how she was saying like, I feel bad for making you do this stuff and like all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And then they like see... Alex again and Daisy made a comment about Sebastian and then it cut to Miles and her saying in a mature way like this is not happening we live separate lives yeah like I'm going back to America you're staying here kind of thing that's fair so it's kind of like the fight happened it was like I think a pretty like somewhat deal yeah like siblings and like he probably doesn't actually love her but like i don't know i'd be like why do you 
Oh, I think that's like, especially since he punched him. I thought it was kind of like, and it was in public. It was just totally like glossed over, like full heartedly. Yeah, that's fair. So I thought that was kind of funny. So like, not only did she gloss over the ending, she kind of just like glossed into like over that situation. But I agree. I don't know. Do you have any predictions for how it ended though? Like, well, like what happened after the book ended? That's a good question. Um, I feel like Miles and Daisy like were together. Do you think that they would have? Cause like you read like I've read teen books where, or maybe not specifically teen, but I've read books where one book they're together, they end with it, and then I guess it's kind of like The Princess Diaries, where in the first one she loves. Michael which is and well she ends up loving Michael like her best friend's brother but then in the second movie she doesn't end up that's not who she ends up with they decided after dating for a while like they were better off friends or I can't remember the reason do you think it's like maybe possibly that way for them or like they actually like will stick together and like probably end up getting Potentially married. I think so. Or I feel like maybe they might go their separate ways and maybe she, like, tries to make it with Sebastian. But honestly, that will never work. And Sebastian's just too funny being on his own anyway. Like, he don't need no woman. Yeah. Um, and he... I don't know. I just feel like Miles and her were a good match. Like, an unlikely pairing. Yeah. I agree. That's, that's pretty cute. Yeah, no, like, I, I can see them together and then and being married. Yeah. I feel like they had the grounds for a solid relationship. I think Sebastian probably needs someone like her friend Izzy, or Iz, or whatever her name is, or, like, someone in between, like, Daisy and Ellie, like, a combination yeah. of the two. Yeah, agreed. He needs someone that's, like, chill. He does not need someone like him. But he needs someone that will speak out to him. But anyways, in my mind, I feel like if she were to write a second book, that's where he finds his girl. Honestly, I feel like Issa and Sebastian are meant to get together. Yeah. I feel like they'd be cute. And just because I feel like they rile each other up, and it's like that best kind of like, they're the funny couple that are like, kind of unlikely because they fight a lot, but you're like, you guys are hilarious and you love each other just yeah, that's fair. Well, because, like, he needs someone to call him out on his bullshit, but also someone that he feels like he said to calm around. Yeah, exactly. So I think he needs a mixture of that in a girl. And so maybe Rachel Hawkins will come out with another one. Do it. Like, I read it. There might be a sequel. Like, I would totally read it because I'd be like, well, where is this gonna go now? Yeah. Who's in it? it might be too, actually. I could totally see this as a teen movie. I love fucking movies that become from books. I have to say, I was talking to someone. I was like, this generation does not have very many good chick flicks. There's like no chick flicks really. Agreed. From like the nineties, there were the best ones. Like and like 90s the two thousands. I mean two hundreds. Those you know the two hundred BCs. Those are the best. <laughs> Like, you got, like, some of the main ones you think about are, like, 
obviously, like, the Nicholas Spark ones. Like, those are... The notebook only. The other ones suck. Yeah. But... But yeah, like the notebook, and then you got like the proposal, twenty seven dresses, Sweet Home Alabama. The proposal was such a good movie. I know the Ugly Truth, like all this good shits happening. Okay, I don't know if the Ugly Truth was good or twenty seven dresses, but okay. Okay, I feel like these are all yes, agreed. These were like chick funny flicks. chick flicks. I don't think they were iconic as like she's all that and uh, she's all that was fucking awesome. Well, that's what I mean. Those are like such iconic, great. Sweet Home Alabama, I would say, mean is girls. iconic. Is Mean Girls a chick flick? Uh, it so is. It's see, so good. People would classify it as a chick flick. It's not the chick flick I'm thinking in my head of what. It's not romantic. It's not like a romantic comedy. Yeah. It's definitely not a rom-com. It's a chick flick. Yeah. It's, yeah. It would be like a straight up chick flick. It's not a, yeah. Yeah, but, you're right. We haven't had many good ones. Although, there's a couple on Netflix for this holiday season that I do want to watch. And the wedding planners or Christmas one, I don't know. One came out today on Netflix. Yeah, the princess one, Princess Switch. No, did that go out today? Yeah, it did. I just saw it. Oh, like on my phone, it told me. <laughs> that one mm-hmm. that kind of reminds me of the princess and the pauper. Or the yeah, same, and the pauper. but I think it's gonna be dope. Because that, well, it's got Vanessa Hodgins in it. Hodgins, I love her too. So good. Um. Yeah, no. I think nowadays, like, you have, I don't know, like, movie adaptations of books, but, like, they choose the books that are, like, action-packed, yeah, sci-fi, true. True. or true. have true. some type of, like, po- political kind of thing to it. Well... Not saying, like, The Hate You Give and stuff is, like, would be a bad that. one to that make into a movie, amazing. but I'm just saying, like, they kind of pick books more along those lines to come yeah. come out which uh, i think they need to just like you know hollywood just create another chick flick romantic comedy like we had like i love the proposal you know what we should do so good. we should do probably not december january or february but maybe march <laughs> we should do um where we we should do the hate you give we should yeah. read it and then watch the movie and then review it. I'm in. I think we should do that. I'm in. Okay. I like that. I have the book, so you can read it. Okay, because I don't own the book. I have an arc of it. Even better, free. Right? <laughs> also, any publishers are listening to this? Oh my God, we I accept love free books. I more than anything is arcs. I know. I liked knowing the books before, except for unless it's a series, and then you're like, not only do you have to wait until that book comes out, but then you also have to wait until the second one comes out. Right? So that's the only part that sucked about getting arcs is if it was part of a series. Because that's what happened with me and Royal Bastards. Because I got that as an arc. Then I had to wait for it to actually come out. And then, obviously, like a year later, the soft cover comes out. Yeah. Which I think was last year, and then this year was when the second one came out. Yes. Rough timeline on that. Did you ever read Bird Box? No. <gasps> it's really good, and they just made a Netflix movie about it with Sandra Bullock. That yeah, we talked about it last time. Not on the podcast, but I'm like, on... Like, we did <laughs> Sorry, we talked about it on Halloween. 
when we went for dinner. We talked about it. Because we were talking. I don't know why we brought it up. Are you sure? Yeah. Because we talked about it. Because you were listing off all the characters. And I was like, oh, there's one right. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, one oh, I can't right. picture who they Sorry. are. She's correct. Also, if no one's figured this out, I'm always right and she's always wrong. <laughs> I just have a really bad memory and I know Kristen has a better memory than me. About certain things. I About everything, I feel. I'm totally distracted myself that I can remember what I was saying. Okay, I feel like you have a really good long-term memory. You have no short-term memory whatsoever. Hey. It's not bad. It eventually becomes, like, long-term memory for to you. To be fair, that's true. I, like, remember stuff. Like, I was telling someone at work. I was saying how, like, this girl I played basketball with in grade um, 10 that I've known for years prior to that pinched a nerve in her shoulder and her, like, super bad that she lost feeling in her entire um, left arm, I believe it was, yeah. for a couple of months because the nerve had to rejuvenate itself. Yeah. So That's she could crazy. feel nothing from basically her shoulder blade down. That's crazy. So, like, she couldn't play basketball for, like, obviously a couple months. But we just punched her in the arm. And, like, someone at work was like, like, how do you fucking remember that? I'm like, how would you not remember that? Like, being able to freely punch one of your friends in the arm and, like, you could probably like bat like take a baseball bat to her and she probably she wouldn't have felt it. She wouldn't have felt it, but she'd have a fucking broken arm. Yeah, which is why we didn't do that. <laughs> we just sucked at pu- like punching her because we were just kind of like, huh? Free pass of punching someone, they don't feel it. Slash, at the same time, you're kind of like watching their face as you're doing it, being like, are you actually not feeling anything? As I was telling people at work this week, I'm a good girl. I'm not. Yeah. See, unlike everyone at work, she doesn't laugh at me. So, okay. I don't know. They don't think I'm a good girl, apparently. You, as because I know what I've done in my life. <laughs> You're nowhere near. No, I was more. As my friend said yesterday, when she walked into this like bar and saw me facing the wall reading and listening to music at the same time, um, I'm very antisocial when I have the chance to be. It's fair. So, yeah, that, that happens. But, yeah. Huh. Huh. We totally got off topic. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know where we left off. I'm hungry. I'm very hungry. Um, I don't know. How did you over like overall feel about the book? Like, like it? Hated it? Love, hate? Didn't hate it. I didn't really ever hate it. It wasn't ever a love-hate book. It was really easy to listen to, really easy to get through, really easy to read twice. I don't normally listen to books. I'll read books twice, but I won't normally listen to them twice. So I think this is only the third book I've listened to twice. And I think it was just because it was super quick and I had nothing else to read. Um, not saying I didn't enjoy reading or listening to it the second time, but I, I just liked it. I like the teen books because the ones we've chosen anyway, like the contemporary, this is the romance and our first teen one. The is, fantasy. Yeah, the fantasy were just easy. Like, well, the fantasy one had a little bit more complexity to it, but... That's uh, just fantasy. Yeah, just in names and words and everything. But the contemporary and this one were just an easy read, something I could, like, listen to, like, not half-heartedly, but, like, I didn't need to, like, sit there and be like, what exactly are they saying? Like, it was just so easy, and I enjoyed 
storyline and I enjoyed like how flirty and fun it was and how I don't know I liked it a lot I liked it actually more than Save the Date that we read really yeah I actually liked Save the Date more I didn't I I liked this one like I they were pretty close and this main character actually thinking about it (laughs) I actually like this one more Close. Yeah. That one, I think... Save the Date caught me, like, hooked me in soon. Like, okay, near, yeah. at the beginning yeah. of the book. Like, quicker into it. Um, whereas this one took me um, until she was in Scotland. Yeah. To kind of, like, hook me in. Okay. So, I think... First, looking back, I think that's why I was like, save the day. And then I was like thinking about like characters. And I think personally, I relate more to Daisy. Yeah. Then I would have, I can't remember her name, but the girl from Save the Date. Yeah. Like, and the main thing about reading too is like, you really, like you pick characters that you relate a lot to. Mm. And for me, like... I have more similarities to her. Yeah. Just in, like, maybe not always being outspoken. Like, I obviously wasn't like that when I was her age with people I didn't know. Yeah. But more so now. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, 10-year difference between us. But definitely, yeah. I liked the Royals more. I wouldn't say I loved it. No. No. But I wouldn't say hated it. What's been your favorite book up until this point? That we read? Mm-hmm. The Royal Bastards. Really? Yeah. I don't know what... I love that book. I got it as an arc. Yeah. And I... Like two years ago. And I had... I'm like obsessed with that. I think it's just kind of got like... Got everything. <laughs> it's got the action. It's got... I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah, no, it's definitely, the last one we read, though, too, I actually quite liked. But, no, um, then she was. No, then she was gone. That's, yeah. Bring Me Back was the one before that. I didn't really like it. I I think I liked Bring Me Back the least of the ones we've read so far. Uh, you mean then she was gone? Then she was gone, sorry. Then She Was Gone is my favorite of all the ones we've read, too. It was? Yeah. Yeah. Mine was Royal Bastards, and then it would have been that one. But I have to say, like, it's hard because they're, like, cross-genres. So it's kind of, like, sometimes it's hard because it's, like, okay, well, one, in one case, two of them are, like, adult, like, I say adult loosely, but, like, Fiction slash mystery suspense kind yeah. of area. Whereas the other three are teen, but even the teen section, Save the Day and the Royals are more in the same section because there's no really romance and stuff. But like, there's definitely a clear difference between the fantasy one and these ones. Yeah. But I don't know. Fantasy also kind of just takes you off to a different world that, like, you don't. 
you literally can only ever read about. Yeah. So I think that also kind of like appeals to me a little bit more sometimes because it gets you out of your head a little bit. Yeah, that's true. But no, I like this book a lot and it was an easy read. It didn't like, it took me only a couple of hours to read. No. Um, like it was only 293 pages. Like, yeah, less than 300 pages. It was a quick one. Like, to be honest, like, if you're, okay, I don't know how slow people read, but if you're a slow, standard slow reader in my head, it'd probably take you no longer than four hours to read. But some people will get so distracted and are super slow that I feel like someone could actually read longer than that. Yeah. But if you got to sit down and, like, actually, like, focus on reading it, I think, like, no more than three hours you should be finished it. Like, a page a minute, maybe less. So, like... Fair, yeah. Well, less than that. Because 293 minutes is way longer. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, less than like a page a minute for sure. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. And like it'll be interesting next month with the one's happy hour. Because like we haven't done one of these books yet. That's true. I've read some of the, like I've read the other two batches books and like I really like them. And like, I don't know. This one's a little different than, like, their other ones. So, and, I don't know. It's, like, self-help in a way that you want to read. In the way you want to read it. It's yeah. more comic and yeah. stuff like That's that from the sounds. Especially since, like, batches aren't in self-help. They're in the comedic section. No, I get it, though. So. I'm excited. I, I think I would thrive more on self-help books that were more comedy than anything else. Yeah. So. It'll be interesting to see if I'm a better person after this. Yeah, or you, like, maybe not so much a self-help book, but, like, a, in a like a guidance huh. of how to, like, maybe ga- navigate your, like, how to work. work hard. Like, so work romances. Work. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, or work hard to work harder. Is what not, I thought, I which is what that. I thought it said to I begin with. with that book, then. But <laughs> I think I already th- like listened to the UF podcast, which is um, one of the batches podcasts, and like they're talking about it. And she's like, they also talk about like workplace romances and stuff like that. So like, I think it's definitely a good book. I'm excited to read it. Definitely not a book that I can read one in before. one sitting before. Just because I have a life outside of just reading. You have a life? I know. It's shocking. Unacceptable. But I feel like I think I put too much stress on myself trying to like between work and hockey games and like all this stuff. Exactly though. That it'd be too hard to read. Whereas this I read yesterday. It was great. So literally read at the bar. While I waited for my friend to come meet me to watch the Flames play the uh, Montreal game. (laughs) Hence her antisocial comment to me when she came and looked at me and was like, seriously, you're facing the wall in the bar in the dimly lit corner. 
But yeah, no, I don't know. It'll be interesting. What are you looking at on your phone? Um, work-related things that I'll stop doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> You've been obsessed with that all night. I have no clue how long it's been. It's been over an hour. Oh. Has been? Yeah. Oh, shit. An hour and 20 hour minutes. And a half. I kept talking for no reason. You did. She talks a lot, guys. I don't talk that That's much. freezing. Also, hungry. I'm very starving. I think it's time for us to end this. Yes. Um, What do we need to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Um. Well, that's the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate, review, review, and subscribe to this podcast on all the podcast platforms. And it's Booze and Books. Booze and Books, people. Booze and Books. And don't forget we have an Instagram now. It's at boozeandbooks.podcast. We'll be posting on it at least daily. So check it out. Uh, We have some cool other wines, behind-the-scenes content, and... Uh, some other books that we're reading as well in between so if you like what we read so far wait till you see what else we read yeah in between the episodes Lindsay's like freezing right now and I don't want her to turn the heat up because it's like my jam but I'm cold it's always good to cuddle under the blankets and this episode we did drink Leaping Horse by Leaping Horse Vineyards (laughs) I don't know why I said it like a book. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Um, Leaping Horse by Leaping Horse Vineyards, California. <laughs> 2016 edition. Yes. Um, we did not get to the Merlot yet. The night is young. Hey, if you follow us on Instagram, maybe you'll find out how good that Merlot was. Yes. FYI. That is true. The night is young, so who knows what's going to happen <laughs> when we finish this. By the time we listen to this, though, that Merlot will be gone. Oh, for sure. We're in, that's not going to last the night. Um, but we did try the Cab and the Chardonnay. We both love them. Five Definitely. Under $20. Like, if it's 16 where I got it today, then it's definitely going to be under $20 wherever else. Hopefully. And what are we reading next month? Um, next month is Wind's Happy Hour by The Betches. Um, and like we said, it's more of a nonfiction book, um, comedic. Yeah. We'll, we'll obviously we're going to talk about next time. And, uh, yeah, again, podcast, not what I meant to say. (laughs) Instagram. It's a podcast. (laughs) Uh, Follow us on our Instagram at boozeandbooks.podcast, as well as follow us on our individual ones. Lynn dot said and Kristen dot shoe. I changed mine because I remember it now. Yeah, that's, that helps. <laughs> um, but yeah, follow us, like our stuff. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our actual podcast. And please email us or whatever thing. and give us like suggestions or whatever you guys feedback. can give us. We love feedback. Our email address for those who don't know is. Oh my god. Booze, that's with three O's, and A and D books with three O's at gmail.com. That's booze and books at gmail.com. Three O's in booze and books. Yes. 
Thank you and talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.